Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris Barsby joins us. How are you, Chris? Steve, I'm well. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And Jared Daffy's joining us. Morning, Jared. In fact, um, he should be joining us. You there, Jared, this morning? Yeah, I'm here. He's morning, with us guys. now, Chris. Morning, guys. Okay, morning, Jared. Let's get straight into it. Let's uh, let's focus on this uh, open class race tomorrow night at Albion Park, which comes through as race number two. Rubies for Tash, fifteen dollars. Scarlet Babe, seven. The Honey Queen, three forty. Deus X, five. Northview Hustler, two seventy. Infatuation, twenty one. Crunch Time, five fifty. Caviar Star, thirteen dollars. So. Looks fairly open here. Northview Hustler, the favourite, though. 270. Is there any market movement early? There's a little bit, Chris. Uh, it's nothing big at this stage. Northview Hustler remains at 270, but a couple behind him in the market. Uh, the Honey Queen, $4 into 340. And the other one, uh, number seven, Crunch Time, opened at seven. It's into 550. Obviously, um, splitting that duo, uh, Duex, which is still at $5. So, favourite still at 270, but interest in a couple to beat him. Okay, so that's race number two tomorrow night coming through from Albion Park. Let's go down to Menangle tomorrow night. Two races I want to focus on, races five and six. Race five is the open race down there. I cast no shadow, 225. It's the favourite over 408, 350. Wild West, 390. And the other key runner here is Kalina KJ at 650. I cast no shadow, 225 favourite. Well, we don't see this very often. Nothing's happened. Uh, and you're right, it is... Uh... It's a pretty handy field, but uh, it opened at uh, 2.25. I cast no shadow. Unmoved, but uh, always on the lookout for something that they've backed to beat a shorty, uh, which it is, but it hasn't happened yet. So sounds like the uh, the bookies, uh, we've got that one right and no major movement at the moment. Okay, race number six. This is a, uh, a Group 3 feature coming through tomorrow night. Tatlow stakes for the two-year-olds. Everyone in the world wants to tip this Chicago gangster, and it's the favourite at $1.70. Smirks like a boss, three thirty, six fifty about Don Hugo, and then we're going out to ten dollars for Have You Checked In, who's a last Albion Park winner. But everyone wants to tip Chicago Gangster. Is that where the is that where the money is going? Certainly is. Everybody wants a piece of it now. It opened at two twenty, and several price moves has it into that current quote of a dollar seventy. So it's now uh, well clearly odds on uh, behind it in the market. Uh, Smirks like a boss, two ninety at the three thirty. Uh, Don Hugo's 550 out to 650. Look, Chris, there's no interest in anything else here. It's all one-way traffic for the one that you mentioned, Chicago Gangster, 220 into 170. OK, Melton tomorrow night with a couple of features as well. Race number four for the Trotters. And Queen Alita is the very short price favourite here at 130. Aldebaran Crescent, 420, $6 at Dell. And then we're looking at long odds for the rest. So Queen Alita expected to win here third up. Yeah, um, she is. Look, we haven't really struck a major blow in regards to price moves. Um, normally with those red-hot favourites, uh, they launch into them early uh, if they want to bet against it or if they want to be with it. Uh, Queen Alita, there's some multi-money going through, but no big single bets there. So I guess come tomorrow night, Chris, you'll be around about that $1.30 mark. OK, the Italian Cup is race number eight tomorrow night at Melton, and we've got another shorty here in the shape of Triple Eight, one forty. 310 like a wildfire and then we're looking at double the figures so 
Uh, only two in the mix here, but it's uh, it's looking like it's one-way traffic with Triple Eight. Yeah, it's only a small field, isn't it? Uh, it opened at 160 uh, into 140, as uh, as you said. Last night was 145, so it's even shortened up again. Uh, whilst that's been happening uh, like a wildfire, 270 out to 310. But another one that looks like it's going to be around about the mark that it is now, $1.40, perhaps even a little bit shorter, Chris. Okay, he is bound for Brisbane, that horse, Triple Eight. So this is probably likely to be his final start in Melbourne before he heads up, but aiming for those big races throughout the Tab Constellations, races like the Blacks of Fake, the Sunshine Sprint. So they're going to be uh, his major targets during his Queensland raid in the coming weeks. You would have been there the Italian Cup night that everyone remembers, popular arm, when he scored. Were you at Mooney Valley that night? I was. I was at Mooney Valley when, well, because I worked there every week, most of those good horses used to go around there, Village Kid, Pure Steel, uh, and, and Popular Arm. He was the most popular horse, maybe of any code I've ever seen, um, till of recent times when we had the likes of Black Caviar and Winks, but they used to hang from the rafters when Popular Arm used to go around. They, they loved him, and yeah, I was there that night. Okay, That's, that would have been, what, mid-80s, about 85, 84? Yeah, it, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, too right, too right. Is there anything else across the weekend that's been strongly backed? Look, not really. Um, we've got that feature tonight at Gloucester Park Race 5. Uh, the Pure Steel Lazana opened at one twenty-five, just out a little bit to a dollar thirty, but that was more of uh, the percentages starting to tighten up. If you're looking for exotics in that race, number six, Master Layton, 126 into 34. So they might be one to... Uh, throw into the trifectas or first fours, etc. But looks like Azana is expected to win. Apart from that, it's been fairly quiet. Okay, so can we build a multi this weekend? We can. Uh, slim pickings. We will throw that shorty in at Melton race four, number seven, Queen Alida, currently at one thirty. Obviously, race eight, number four, Triple Eight, currently a dollar forty, and up to Menangle or down to Menangle from here, uh, the one that everybody is tipping, race six, number one, Chicago Gangster at one seventy. Okay, Steve, have you got something for Stranbroke weekend? Yeah, I do. I like one in Melbourne, Chris. Uh, Visionari, uh, race seven, number three. Probably for a multi-purpose, probably the place. It's around 150, the place, Visionari, but I think it'll win. But race seven, three, Visionari in Melbourne. Okay, so seven, three, Visionari. Jared, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll let you go and we'll touch base again next week. Thanks, guys. Mobile Rolling on Radio Tab. Back to you, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Albion Park Harness Racing tonight and, of course, tomorrow night. Nine race programmed with uh, with both meetings coming through, but the focus is always on the Saturday night. And Kate is back with us. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Plenty to look forward to. Uh, we're gearing up towards the Tab Constellations. It's not all that far away, and I'm sure there's plenty happening at the club, both on and off the track. Is there anything that you wanted to press this morning? Uh, yeah, it's all happening. The Constellations Carnival's not too far away. Obviously, Fortnite um, begins at Redcliffe, and then July dates are all here at the Creek. So we're very excited. Um, we've just actually had a new sponsor come on board for Butts Best Bet. So um, one equine, he's uh, investing $100 each week, and the proceeds are going to the Mini Trot Club. So, yeah, it's all happening on track. Cool bit of pressure now. The money goes up. So... What is your best bet coming through tomorrow night? Best bet, race for number two, cashed up for Gemma Hewitt. Class runner of the field, Luke McCarthy takes the reins and looks like the winner here. So hopefully we can get off on the right foot. It is a bit more pressure now that we're um, going to be 
yeah, um, helping out our mini trot club. But um, we'll see what we can do. All right. So race four, number two, cashed up. That's the best bet coming through for Kate tomorrow night. Just uh, on the on the carnival, uh, a, a light launch taking place next Tuesday. Yeah, yep. We've got our media launch taking place at the club on Tuesday, so that'll be great. And then the official um, welcoming at the club will be on Saturday the 2nd of July, which is our opening night. So cannot wait. It's going to be great. Yeah, it certainly is. The stars are in town already and there's still more to come, so there's plenty to look forward to. We've got the tip. Race four, number two, cashed up. Kate, appreciate the time and we'll see you trackside. No worries. See you then. Kate Buck, Communications and Membership Manager for Albion Park Online with us, Ryan Spice, joins us each and every Friday and uh, he's going to find us a winner or two for the weekend. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Big uh, stars are in town, as I just outlined. Uh, are we focusing on Albion Park or are we going to go down to Menangle? Chris, we're going to head south and I'm going to give you a couple at Menangle on Saturday night. Okay, so where do we find your best bet? Chris, my best for the weekend comes up in race one, number 11, in the form of a Jason Grimson gelding called Firefox. He goes around in the NR up to 95 over a mile. Cameron Hart takes the reins. Tab opened at 290. He's now into about, why well, I feel is his right park price, around $2.20. This is a five-year-old son of Sweet Lou. He had five starts in Australia since coming from New Zealand. He saluted uh, four times with a peak mile rate of 149.6. I think this horse is destined for the top, and I think he's a clear class runner of this field. Okay, so race one, number 11, Firefox. He's one of the Grimson uh, stable that could be headed to Brisbane uh, as early as next week. So race one, number 11, Firefox, 220 currently with Tab. Anything else at Menangle that stands out for you? Chris, the second bet that I'm happy to share is in race three, which is the Mayor's race, up to 90 over a mile, and that's race three, number nine, Yara Mandela for trainer driver Brad Hewitt, uh, currently sitting at 350 with Tab. Uh, this Mayor's got an excellent record. She's had 36 starts, 11 wins and eight placings. Last start with a very similar field and setup. She speared straight to the front, and the key rival, Town Echo, was able to find her back and just get over the top of her. This week from the setup, I don't think that happens. I think Yerriman Bella's on the front end and Tanako doesn't find a spot. So I think it's a clear bet. Okay, so race three, number nine, Yerriman Bella, 350 right now. Just interesting, looking at that field, the, the two that you steered us into last week, Little Bliss, Pearl Harbor, they back up. Little Bliss was able to get the chocolates at good odds last week. Yeah, that was a nice result. And in some way, shape and form, Little Bliss, I think she maps the sit leaders back again. So she could easily run top three. Okay, so there you have it. So we're keen on those two runners. Race one, number 11, Firefox. Race three, number nine, Yarram and Bella. They're the two players for the weekend? Yes, mate. All right, excellent. Appreciate the time. We'll talk again next week. Cheers, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So he's got two that he's keen on at uh, Menangle tomorrow night. Uh, 220 about Firefox and 350 about Yarram and Bella. Darren Clayton joins us each and every Friday morning and he's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are we this morning? Really well. The first thing that I want to ask you before we focus on Albion Park tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Redcliffe, the, the two heat winners, no real surprises there with Teddy Disco and Bangkok DJ both saluting. That final takes place next Friday night at Redcliffe. 
at this early stage, pre-barrier draw, which way are you leaning? It's a really tricky one, isn't it? Because obviously the the barrier is so important with that race because the fillies do gain the preferential um, barrier. Do they? In the, maybe they don't in the three year olds. Uh, anyway, three year olds, the two year olds, not the three year olds. Okay, well there we go. Um, I think Teddy Disco. I think while Bangkok DJ was very good out in front, I think Teddy Disco might just have a little bit more change-up speed to call on it, and, and that just might be a bigger asset to have depending on where he can get to in the run. Um, he had to work in that run at Albion Park, which is the first time we've really seen him do that, where he finished fourth in that Breeders' Classic. That was at the 2100. Um, yeah, I, I think he just might, at this stage, might have a little bit more versatility, but i tell you what, it's going to be a cracking contest and that barrier draw will be all important. But Bangkok DJ um, certainly lost no admirers with that first up uh, effort at Redcliffe. No dramas there, straight to the front and uh, did it as he pleased. OK, and just on the two-year-old front, Tardelli stepped out for the first time on Queensland soil under race conditions and he was able to score and he scored easily. Is that two-year-old series his to lose or given that the fact we are talking about juvenile horses... Uh, we can't take anything for granted yet. Uh, it's one of those things, isn't it, Chris? It's Yes, juveniles can, can turn a corner pretty quickly, whether that be on an upward spiral or, or a downward spiral. They can, uh, they can be very temperamental, but this guy, he looks to just have it all, doesn't he? That was a, a pretty impressive victory. We haven't, of the colts and geldings that we've seen up here in Queensland so far, we'll... Muller Maxwell won that uh, Breeders' Classic and, and he was left in Tardelli's wake there the other night. So um, it's certainly his to lose. So um, I can't see anything else that we've we've had exposed form with um, so far this season that comes into those heats that can possibly put forward a, a case of beating Tardelli. So it's definitely his to lose, that's for sure. Okay. Let's focus on Albion Park tomorrow night. A nine-race program. We've just spoken with Jared. We've spoken with Kate. We've spoken with Ryan. The free-for-all race, too. That market, I wouldn't be shocked if there's a bit of a change to that market uh, as it stands right now. Northview Hustler 270. There's a stack of speed drawn to his inside. Scarlet Babe, the Honey Queen, Deus Ex can all fly the gate. How do you see it? Are you comfortable with Northview Hustler being favourite 270, or do you think there's some value there currently? I was flummoxed when that market opened, Chris. And, and I guess the even more intriguing part about how short Northview Hustle has come up, in my opinion, is that he hasn't drifted either. Um, there's been nothing really to, to change that. And I find that really uh, I find that really confusing, to be honest, because he's drawn gate five. Like you mentioned, he's got Deus Ex to his inside, who he can't cross if it was just a straight up, um, if it was those two going to the first turn. Um, the Honey Queen, brilliant gate speed mare. Scarlet Babe to the inside again there. She's got good early speed. Um, yeah, I'd, I'm really confused by that market. I thought the Honey Queen was a, was a really good gamble at the price. I thought uh, her three past three wins down at Menangle have been really strong. Um, some good times that she's been able to run. She's been able to get off the gate uh, and do it all the way. Or she got off the gate and took a sit and then finished best. So she's got those options there for Luke McCarthy. Um, she's obviously on target for the Golden Girl. 
Um, this will be her first Queensland appearance. She'll be fitter too. She Those two runs early April and then she's had a run just recently. So she had a little bit of a let up in between. So um, I'm, I'm all with her. Deus Ex, um, if he can sort of muster the early speed to get across, that's probably a little bit of a query as to um, if the Honey Queen can just kick up enough to stay in front of him. Um, he might be the one that they take a sit on if she's first to the pegs. That leaves Northview Hustler. I don't know where he ends up from there. He probably, we know that he's not a horse that likes to sit parked. So where he gets to from gate five then, and we know these um, free-for-alls over the mile, getting to the to the front or up the pointy end is really important in these races. And I can't see where Northview Hustler gets to from that gate. So, yeah, very, very confusing for mine. I'm with the Honey Queen. Um, the other thing with Deus Ex to, to perhaps look at, and um, he's had 23 starts in Queensland. They've all been uh, with Brendan Barnes in the bike. He's not there this week. It'll be Chloe Butler taking the drive on Deus Ex for the first time. First time he's had a different driver here. Okay, well, he is uh, currently suspended. Well, he, that, that is suspension takes effect after tonight. He will drive uh, at Albion Park tonight. But uh, as you said, uh, a new driver for Deus Ex coming through tomorrow night. It'll be interesting to see how much of a change uh, takes on that market uh, come jump time tomorrow night. But it's an interesting race for sure and certain. Uh, the other interesting race uh, tomorrow night, one of many, is that first race. What's up, Sunshine Artillery, the two Sydney-trained horses? They're likely to be the major players here. Do you think one of those two will, will win this race tomorrow night, or do you think the locals can, can ambush them? No, I think it comes from one of those two, and, and I'm in the corner of What's up, Sunshine. Um, I think if you look at his figures, they're probably not really all that inspiring on face value, but I think if you just scratch below the surface... Those runs of late have been really good. Um, he f pinged off the tapes there um, in the lead-up to the flashing red, the, the 2600 race. He did all the work out in front that set the the track record for Max Shard. He was only getting tired in the closing stages, which he was expected to do because of the tempo he set over that long trip. He was only beaten 11 metres uh, in that race, and he did all the work. So I think um, he can get forward here. Uh, I thought Jasper might be able to, to run a, a little bit of a race from where she's drawn. Uh, she went down to Sydney, three starts back for that APG four-year-old race, took on a, a crack field of mares there that included Ladies in Red and the um, winner of a race, a stablemate of Ladies in Red, whose name, Tough Tilly, nearly escaped me there for a moment. Um, her sectionally, since she's returned, her two runs have been really good. Artillery, it's it's always a tough ask from gate seven, um, no matter what the grade and when he's going to have to do the work he's going to have to do. We saw him last week get gate seven and uh, he wasn't able to, to really finish it off. He was doing it uh, tough when they swung for home and admittedly Hemsworth's flying at the moment. He swept over the top, but uh, it's going to be a tough ask again for him. So what's up, Sunshine? Definitely for mine and I thought he was a good thing. Okay. One of the other uh, likely uh, guarantees tomorrow night is that Soho Alamazi is going to start the shortest price favourite at this meeting tomorrow night, making her Albion Park debut. She's a high-quality mare. It's going to be good to see her. She looks a lock for the uh, the first leg of the treble, so we might be able to go a little skinny here. But uh, she's a, a good-quality mare, and I think she's set to play a big role over the next couple of weeks. 
Yes, certainly is. That uh, win of hers two starts back at Bendigo was really, really sharp. She's gone 52 and change in that and then um, went to to Menangle and just probably maybe a little bit underdone, not sure there, but she's had a little bit of a fresh and like you say, she's going to be really short for this race, but it looks, this looks a, a really good exotics race and, and a really good leader behind leader play for mine and um, for that reason I thought that was a, the best race to play the, the exotics with Soho Almazi, Platinum Revolution. She'll be fitter. She's only had two runs in Queensland. They've been really well spaced. Um, good closing sectionals last start. So she gets to follow Soho Almazi. So she'll be right there and fitter for the run. So um, work around her then with some numbers, sort of two, eight, nine, ten behind that. And I think you, you can pick up the trifecta in that race. Okay. And race seven tomorrow night, I thought this was going to be a, an intriguing contest. Unfortunately, we've got the early scratching of Van Sank. So uh, we see Surf Fahrenheit, the reigning trotter of the year, step out here. We Man Trouble, who conquered Surf Fahrenheit last time out. And there's a number of other trotters that are going well. But this will be a good contest, over 2,138 metres, being a mobile start. How do you see the trot race seven? Yeah, it will. It is a really good race. And um, on a night, where um, I'm sort of keen on quite a few tomorrow night, and Sir Fahrenheit is one of those. I think he'll be fitter. He's had two runs back from a spell now, uh, placed in both of those. A little bit tricky out there in gate six, what they do, whether they do sort of press the button early or, or go back. Um, last start, he gave the trail to Wee Man Trouble. Wee Man Trouble was able to get out off the fence early. It was a good drive by Luke Whitaker that night, followed up on the back of Sir Fahrenheit into the run and, and just had a little bit too much closing speed for him. Not sure where Wee Man Trouble gets to in the run this time. Um, I think Sir Fahrenheit will be fitter and I think he'll be ready to strike in this. Um, got some really good figures uh, over the mobile trip at Albion Park, he's had 16 starts from a mobile. He's finished top three 12 times. And uh, you go down a bit further, the 2100 trip at the mobile, since he's been under Darren Garrard's care, he's got some really impressive numbers there as well. Um, been in the money in six of seven starts over the mobile 2100, winning three of those. So, um, yeah, I'm, I think Sir Fahrenheit, fitter, ready to roll, and uh, I think he wins this race. Okay, time now to get those best bets. You're keen tomorrow night, so what are we looking at? Which races do we focus on? Yeah, well, like I mentioned, I'm pretty keen on What's Up Sunshine. Um, I'm keen on Sir Fahrenheit, and the other one that I thought was my best bet of the night comes up in race five, and that's It's Mr Clooney. Uh, he drops back to this veteran's grade. He went around in the flashing red last week, the 2600 standing start. Uh, he was He was pegged away. But when he got out and got going, he ran some pretty nice closing splits behind some very nice horses and, and not beaten too far behind those sort of free-for-all horses. He gets back to this veteran's grade here. He's got gate speed um, and can be a little bit versatile. Key Largo out in gate six is a, is a high gate speed runner, but uh, it's Mr Clooney can get to the front himself. And he led throughout to win a band five race just a few starts back. And I thought uh, this looked an ideal assignment for him, race five. Number two, it's Mr. Clooney. Okay, so race five, number two, it's Mr. Clooney. Race one, number four, what's up, sunshine? Race seven, number six, Sir Fahrenheit. They're the three best bets. The dashboard, you do it each and every week. Is that up and, uh, and running now? 
Yeah, that's up and about, and we've got uh, all the, the regular info there, the best bet, the early quaddy numbers, the quaddy numbers, uh, that best exotic, which is that one I mentioned with uh, Soho Almazi, um, stood out from Platinum Revolution, So, uh, and then those other numbers. Uh, driver to follow tomorrow, I think it's a, a case where quite a few drivers could possibly turn up um, with with some multiple victories. Luke McCarthy's got a good book. I've put him as the driver to follow. He's got artillery. He's got the Honey Queen, Ranger Bomb. Good pickup driving, cashed up. No no um, surprise to see Kate label that as, a, as her best bet. I thought it's a really good thing as well. Big dropping grade for him. And he also picks up Soho Almazi in that mares race. All right. Well, it looks like it's going to be a putter's paradise tomorrow night at Albion Park. It does. Um, they say feast or famine. I've been on a famine for quite a while, so I'm ready to, <laughs> to uh, load the plates up. Right. Before I let you go this morning, tonight there's a really good contest at Albion Park. Race six, the uh, the better bet recovery post. Cover girl who's here on an Oaks mission, Danger Zone, the local star, on a Derby mission. Cover Girl Gate 1, Danger Zone 5. Which way are you going in that race tonight? Uh, purely off the off the gate. Um, you have to stick with Cover Girl. Or, but I'm a big fan of Danger Zone, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes there because he probably doesn't want to get forward and have to sit outside Cover Girl at the 2100. Um, I don't think he'd get waved on by. Um, so that's going to have to mean he's... Comes with one run, um, the 2100. He tackles it for just the second time. He went around uh, the 2100 in that Breeders' Classic two runs back, and um, that was his first run back from sort of a little bit of a let-up. And he was really strong to the line on that occasion. I think fitter after that last start victory. I think driven with one sit, he's certainly going to make a race of it. But uh, it's hard to go past Covergirl. She'll be fitter as well, and. Um, that first up victory where she was away from the inside in the early stages and worked into the race, never really out of second gear, I didn't think, didn't ask too much of her, did Luke McCarthy. So uh, by way of the gate, it's in her court at the moment and it's probably her race to lose just off the barriers, but uh, it's going to be a great contest. Yeah, no doubt about it. Dollar sixty-five cover girl, $2 about danger zone with tab right now. So that's race six at 8.22. That's tonight. We've got that night event program. Early start coming through tomorrow night at Ellaby and Parks. And just keep that in mind, fresh off the back of the big Stradbroke meeting at Eagle Farm. 4.42 is start time for the first of nine tomorrow night. Darren, as always, appreciate the time. Looking forward to the chat again next week. Sounds good, Chris. Thank you.